0: Welcome to the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast. I'm Matt Falaise. Next week, the states meet for probably the most important debate of their five-year term. Policy and Resources will make a third attempt to get a majority for its plan for the largest tax rises in decades, which includes a new goods and services tax and also income tax and social security reductions targeted at the least affluent half of islanders. Its plan faces numerous challenges – from deputies who want to see increases in income tax or company tax instead or in some cases hardly any tax increases at all perhaps pnr's greatest challenge comes from the self-styled fairer alternative group of deputies who came closest to getting a majority for an earlier version of their plan the last time the states debated tax and spending earlier this year and who have submitted revised proposals for next week's debate Ahead of that debate, in a politics podcast double header, I spoke to PR President Peter Furbrush and the leader of the Fairer Alternative deputies, Heidi Salsby. Here's my interview with Peter Furbrush. Good morning, Peter. Good morning. Uh, last time we're in February, when policy and resources lost its uh, its previous tax proposals including gst and including all the uh, redistributive measures yep you admitted afterwards that you thought the package was right but the communication uh, had not been as effective as it could have been that's true and you've made significant efforts this time to try to improve your communication yep. do you think that you are shifting public opinion in favor of your plan i think we're shifting public opinion uh not everybody, of course, and uh,
1: people, we're in a democracy, people are perfectly entitled to have different views, and that's the purpose of a democracy. But whether we're shifting enough states members, we'll find out next week or whenever the debate ends.
0: Are you When you say you're shifting public opinion, are you you having fewer emails and phone calls of yeah. opposition? Are you speaking yeah, to more people also, who are in favour? People stop me in the street, genuinely
1: stop me in the street that I don't know, and say, well, listen to what, you know, you, you i.e. me, and uh, people with similar views are going to say, and we are convinced, we don't like it, but... But I've also had some people say we've still got the same views, but we're very grateful for the efforts that you've put in. Now, your intro was right. I don't criticise our comms team. I think they did a brilliant job last time and done an even more brilliant job if there's such a thing this time. It was us, really. We didn't, you know... And I think sometimes you've got to drop a pebble into the water and it takes some time for it to sort of, you know, send out the ripples. Uh, And I think we're, you know, eight months on, And we have honestly looked at
0: every, every, every option... Uh, before we've come back with what we've come back but as you said ultimately it's up to uh, 40 states members yeah now you got 15 votes last time we did your five and and 10 others you've got to turn if you hold all of those 15 votes you've got to turn six votes i mean you must have an idea of whether there are any of those who were opposed last time who might be rethinking yes are you more encouraged now i've got we've had
1: discussions got names. I'm not going to name them. I'll say Deputy A, Deputy B. Uh, I'm not going to say that. I'm more encouraged, but uh, I'm not sitting here saying that we are certain to be past the finishing post. I'm not saying that at all on this uh, Thursday morning before a debate begins next Tuesday. There's a less than 50% chance, isn't there? Well, I don't want to be saying that because then you go into a race, you know, uh, and say that. I don't want to put it in percentage terms. I think it's too important to put it in percentage terms. And you know as i said because then we had, i had a meeting uh which was organized i went to it at the coat hills the other week and i got to say very good 45 only 45 people but they were good people and it was down for two hours i thought we're gonna finish in 10 minutes quarter past nine we started at seven we were still going strong and i had to, you know, it was a bit bit late for an old boy like me so it was time to go home uh but good contributions from people even if they disagreed with the view i put forward they were listening they were intelligent there was nobody that was nasty uh uh, it was a civilized thing. And I thought, we're, you know, we're making ground. We're, we're, people are listening. Uh, there wasn't one person there, uh, and I'll stand to be corrected, who said they don't think we do need to raise taxes. They do think that we do need them. It's just there might be a different way of doing it. If there was, I'd be delighted. And what I said to that, I'm not a masochist, and I don't think I'm bonkers. That would be for other people to judge. Uh there's no politician who sits and says, I want to put up taxes. You know,
0: nobody wants to do that. Your your preferred package is, if you like, the, the biggest package that's before the state. states so it raises more revenue than yes. any of the other plans. Yes. But, it's, but it's still not enough, Matt. Because well, we that's had, an interesting point. We had, you know, this independent panel uh, that
1: presented to states members and the media last Friday. It had to be embargoed until Monday, but I mean, that's just normal. Uh, it, three good independent people uh, without any interference from, states at all we didn't whisper in their ears said lots of things i think there are two key things they said there was a table a figure which showed just how bad we've been at investing in our capital where the next one up is mexico uh we should be looking at three percent they say of gdp not two percent and what they're saying is even option three which as you say is the most far-reaching doesn't really do enough but it's a good start those are my words not theirs and they were totally independent now these are people with no axe to grind uh I know there was one local representative, Dr. Andy Sloan. Uh, but I remember when I went to Charles Parkinson's presentation in the, earlier in the year about the tax thing, Andy Sloan was on that table speaking with Charles Parkinson, speaking the same voice to a degree. Uh, and uh, the other two are eminent. I'm not saying he isn't. But the other two were really eminent,
0: evident people that you've listened to and think they know what they talk about. They've got Three percent of free. GDP, though, is, is more what? than 100 million pounds a year. And Guernsey has never spent that kind of money on on capital investment has it partly because of the size our size and the yep. size of our construction industry and i just want to put to you this 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 concern i think that some people have that that your preferred package gst yep redistributive measures yes, but yes, yes. raising you know, many tens of millions uh, more per year yes uh to invest or partially to invest in a capital program that over a period of time admittedly is, is getting close to 600 million yes uh, at a time when states expenditure is growing in real terms i mean this is in a sense par excellence a tax and spend package isn't it it's a ta- it, it's a making
1: sure that we've got a balanced budget going forward uh because you can't – it's a bit like your house. You could think, oh, well, I can't afford to paint the wall this day. I can't afford to do the roof this this year. I can't afford to do uh, – you know, I've got a damp problem. I'm not going to solve that next year. Once you've done that for seven or eight years, your house might not be falling down, but it's not very comfortable to live in. Uh, we haven't spent – and I'm not criticism of the previous administration, the previous, previous administrations. I talk about we in Guernsey just haven't spent enough money. And the things that – you talked about a £600 million package or whatever it is – but it's pretty key stuff. It's hospitals and schools. I know people say, oh, the schools, etc. It's computers, it's re-education, it's all kind of things that we as a society should be doing. And we've also got great revenue pressures. I mean, and no criticism of health at all. I think they try to do their best. But they are you know, it's money and we're not it's not us. I'm. Jersey's got the same, the UK's got the same. Uh it's it's exponential extra spending. Uh and that's got to be found or controlled. And whenever, whenever, and we've got examples of this today at the headline of the Guernsey Press, uh, the uh, the editorial of Guernsey Press about you know proposals in the budget uh, about putting up TRP significantly on the more valuable, higher rated properties. And oh, you can't do that. That's not right. You've got to do that. Of course, we'll look at any kind of uh, attenuations for people that can't afford to pay that additionally, uh, but. We, Whatever you do, it's criticised. You've got to expect that because we're a democracy. People
0: don't like extra taxes. At the core of your plan is the largest investment in capital projects the island has ever undertaken. And at the present time, expenditure, you know, avenue and annual revenue expenditure is growing faster than it has grown for 20 years. So can you understand the perception that the reason that there needs to be large tax rises is because spending is just out of control how do you respond to that well firstly capital expenditure is not out of control
1: it's not it's been either neglected not attended to whatever you say and again i'm trying to say that in neutral terms rather than criticism of anybody but spending is being driven. And of course, we should be controlling spending as best we can. It's very difficult in our system of government. I can't sack anybody. I can't say to the and I'm not criticizing the health committee. I can't say to the health committee, you want an extra 10 million pounds. I'm very sorry. You're not going to have it. You're going to have to close a ward in the hospital. Not for a second suggesting that. Uh, but, you know, I can't do that. I've not got that power. I am one of 40 states members. I might have the title of President Policy Resources, Chief Minister when I go uh, away, but I don't have that power. We've got a consensus government, which, frankly, uh, because there are different pressures, people have different aspirations, uh, people are motivated in different ways, that is not going to work going forward. It doesn't matter if Peter Fairbrush is, is the is the senior politician, if Gavin St-Pierre, Heidi Solsby, or Bill blogs or Freda Smith, they all
0: got those problems. It's interesting you 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 talk about that the style of government and this morning uh, we invited uh, some of your critics who are putting forward an alternative plan next week to to debate alongside you. I'd be more than happy to do that. And 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 we made that point to them and 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 that's uh, broadcast on on the podcast that we have done with Deputy Salisbury. But she was also critical of PNR's style of leadership, and at the last states meeting in 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 a in a debate in the context of which we don't need to go into, but. Deputy Saint Pierre, who is seconding the the alternative plan to yours, yep. uh, made a very, I mean, striking criticism of of your style of leadership, didn't he? Yes. He said that you were an ineffective leader. You yes. were a hostage to your own committee. Yep. I mean, how do you respond to that as as the leader in a consensus system where the, where there is this emphasis on trying to bring people together? I mean, that is is is. Stinging. well let me get in criticism isn't yeah. it i mean i think he was
1: responding to the three articles that were published in the guernsey press that i wrote which was a response to drip 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 criticism over a period of time which i felt i had to respond to i think it was that as well and i'm not going to get into the particular issue because you say that's for another day i think my comments were entirely justified but that's for another day let me tell you on the 3rd of august of this year i together with two senior civil servants from the treasury department met deputies Sir pierre and Soulsby in my office and said, look, this is roughly what we're putting forward. You know, it wasn't quite fine like we're putting forward. But I'd like you. This is on the tax plan. On the ta- on, on the we're going to be talking plan. about next yeah. week. Uh, I'd like you to come forward with your proposals. Don't do it at the last minute. I'm sure you'll do it within the rules, which is what they've done. They've brought it within the rules. But let's talk to each other. Let's have a conversation about it. Uh, let's see where we go. Uh, The next I heard from them was the when I got what was last Monday just gone just within the period of time permitted by the rules lawful no consideration at all no discussion at all so I find it a bit rich uh, you know this consensus thing and I've always had an open door policy it doesn't uh, I and I defy whether it's deputy Salisbury or any other deputy to say. If they want to speak to me, I won't speak to them because I will. If they want to come and discuss something with me, I will. And my style in life is to be open and frank and direct. I don't know any other way of doing it. A good friend of mine who's a judge over here said, uh, Peter Fabrush might knife you, but it'll be in the front, not the back. And I think, you know, um, he said that hopefully jocularly, but, uh, and he is a good friend of mine. But that's my style. I'm, uh, so the door would have been open. It's them that have been difficult that have been and i
0: i don't like saying that this is too important to score political points so you reject this assertion that, that in the end became public at the last states meeting that your style of leadership has contributed to the difficulties the states now have and i don't the, think so because i
1: other than to say i wanted to speak to you all the time and genuinely uh affirming that and acting on that what more can i do but we do have a consensus and i can remember because deputy Salisbury was, until just before she left PNR, what, nearly a year ago now, just short of a year ago. Uh, she was, yes, so, you know, GST is the way to go. In the overall package, I don't mean as a as a separate. Uh, Deputy St-Pierre years ago was GST. Uh, and I've invited both of them. If you recall, in the January-February debate, I invited both of them to say that they were not in the next term, which begins July of 25, not that long away now, to say they were going to disavow it then. I've not heard uh, – my hearing is not perfect, but I've not heard either them say to me directly or indirectly that they are discounting GST in a package next time because I don't think they can. And I think whoever is holding the office that I currently hold in July 2025 is going to have to give it serious consideration. But I invite them again. You know, we've still got a few days to go before the state's debate, and I'll be inviting them in the state's debate because no doubt I'll make the on-speech or two, uh, albeit I'll be led by Deputy Hellyer as uh you know treasury lead and vice president of pnr very knowledgeable
0: in this field i'll be invited again to disavow it we'll, we'll see if they respond some members of your committee and uh, we've we've covered some of this with them and i did a podcast with deputy murray where yep. he addressed this directly but they went into the election saying there is fat in in the in state's expenditure yep. uh we shouldn't be putting up taxes yep. we're against gst yeah and the route to uh, sustainable finances is essentially spending cuts yeah. now give it doesn't it make it much harder now for for you I mean, you didn't say that going I didn't into say the that management. i was looking at my manifesto again this but does it make it harder me. for you as the president of policy and resources to argue for your tax plan given that some of the members of your committee have done this 180 degree turn in their views i think it's commendable because
1: there's no political mileage in it for them. Uh, they're intelligent people, and they were brand-new states members. I don't mean that as any kind of criticism. They hadn't had the opportunity to work in the system. I think it's an absolute credit. They, they were they, naive pledges, weren't they? Well, they were... They were well-intended pillages. Uh, and they thought they knew the facts. And it's different when you're working in it. And even I found out in the last three years that I know more about the state system than I've ever known before as president of PNR because everything comes through you. You know, Everything is channeled through you. Uh I think it's commendable that these good people, intelligent people have said, look, we've now looked at it. We still think this fat because they're addressing that. It's not as though they say, oh, everything in the States is wonderful and you don't have to do these things. These good people are saying, We've got to change. We've got to address this problem. Not for their own. But very easy for them. Uh, and they get elected again by a country mile if they just stood as, uh, you know, say what they said previously. Uh, to say, no,
0: no, we've got to do the best for Guernsey. They're doing the best for Guernsey, not for themselves. Talking of politicians changing their views, you previously have been on record, I mean, not not in recent months or yeah. even years, but but when, in the previous states, term, as saying that... Taxes should be raised by governments to fund public services. Yep. And you've never been squeamish about the need to raise taxes, mm. but that they shouldn't ever be used to redistribute from wealthier parts of society to less wealthy parts of society. Now, actually, your tax plan includes 30 million pounds, more or less, of redistribution. And quite a big part of of, of the, the the advantages that you've set out for your plan are income tax and social security changes which will make the least affluent half of the island no worse off or in some cases better off so that is redistribution isn't it have you changed your views on that No, i don't think you could be i think i have to a degree i'm not one of those
1: doctrinaire redistribution just because he or she has got wealth it should be taken away and given to others because it's not fair they've got it you know they've got a maserati and i haven't they've got a big ass i haven't it isn't that we have got to do it this way because otherwise we're not going to be able to do the things that we need to do and if you're looking to pay bills and people are already finding it difficult to pay bills you've got to look at those that could afford to pay those bills easier than people who can't so that's it I agree it's a form of redistribution uh, I agree to a degree I've changed too many degrees of that uh, to a degree I've changed my mind but not through any doctrinaire things just out of necessity
0: your three uh, plans well one of yours is your preferred plan which includes gst and the income tax and social security changes the other two are at the best kind of holding positions are they they don't raise substantial amounts of revenue now in a moment i'd like you to 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 tell me whether you're going to vote for for those plans if your preferred plan doesn't get through but first of all why did you not put together alternative plans which could have raised at least similar amounts of revenue i mean there was the option of putting up income tax you could have been much well more let's just deal with, it. with, let's property deal with the rates op- let's deal with the option of income tax okay
1: because income tax and i know deputy uh trot is bringing forward uh, an amendment in that and again and i'm not criticizing him but it was last monday ish but i'm not saying uh you know i don't i don't have the degree of criticism of him of others and that's not to do with personalities it's just his is a one issue amendment uh and he's saying it's only if this this and this fail that i'm putting it forward i'm not putting it forward because i think it's the best option but if others fail i've got to think i've got to do something i understand that logic the difficulty i face with that without any criticism of the motives of bringing it is that once you've got beyond your tax allowance and it's going to be raised if the budget the budget's now published to just under fourteen thousand. So let's say fourteen thousand, because it's easier than saying thirteen thousand, whatever it is. You're going to pay that. You're going to pay an extra two or three p, or whatever what, you know, whatever rate the state says. He's going to st- uh, put it over a period of time. So let's say it goes up three p. So you're a forty thousand a year earner, average-ish. You might be just a touch above average. So on twenty five thousand pounds, you're going to pay an extra three p. So extra seven hundred and fifty pounds out your pocket. When you're only earning forty thousand pounds or thirty nine thousand pounds a year, you've already got to pay all the other things that pay extra rates, extra rents if you're renting, extra mortgage payments if you're mortgaging, and all that kind of stuff. And food prices have gone up, and even though they're not going up as fast, they're still not coming down really
0: in any marked degree. That's a heck of a lot of money. Heck of but, a lot. Of but money. you see, th- this speaks to to I think an inconsistency where PNR says. The most important thing is that we deal with the need to invest more in, in capital spending and to deal with a very significant projected deficit. But yet, packages which come forward that don't include GST, uh, but are capable of raising many tens of millions of pounds. No, a- every it, one of them, PNR has said, well, no, we, we're not in favour of that. We're not in favour of that. Well, so, the, is the, dealing with the deficit the most important thing, or is it not? Well, dealing with, coming up with a practical solution rather than tinkering. Half a cake is not
1: going to do it. Uh, The fiscal panel body that reported in the last week or so have, I'm summarizing their words, we've got their exact words, have said, even option three isn't good enough. I mean, they've said it more politely than that, but it's the best, it's a good start. Even option three isn't good enough. Uh, So if you've got less than option three, that's much less than good enough. It isn't going to do the things that we need to do. I mean, one of the options now is to, uh, if the amendment succeeds, is to spend all the health fund. We're using five and a half million quid of that a year to pay for the nice drugs. Uh, What are we going to do? That would have to be funded for revenue. It's another revenue cost, another five and a half, perhaps six million pounds. There's another revenue cost here, another revenue cost there. Uh, And there's one that says PNR must be told to do this. Well, PNR... uh, has no more power than anybody else. It is a senior committee. It is a treasury committee as well, if I can use that phrase. Uh, but we can't manufacture money. If the
0: money's not coming in, we can't spend it. But you want to resolve all or, or almost all of the challenges in this state's term, don't you? That's that's the basically the well, we position. What, why not them. accept getting fifty percent of the way there, because or seventy-five well, percent of the because, way? Because because it. What when
1: are we going to resolve the other 50% or 25%? When is that going to be resolved? When is it going to be easy enough to do it? One of the amendments proposed is we have another committee or group of people, advisory committee or whatever it's called, that comes back in two and a half years' time, the end of June 2026 or whatever it is, What's the point of that? That's doing a job that PNR should be doing, and PNR trying to do. It's just really saying, well, we don't like these proposals. It puts it off for two and a half years. We haven't got to make a major decision in two and a half years' time, and it might be a different group of people will say something that might do it. It is. It isn't going to get any better. All of a sudden, uh, our health costs are not going to dramatically reduce. All of a sudden, our health, our education system which has been, and again, it's, I'm not turning it into an education debate, you know, my views in relation to the plus, et cetera, and they haven't changed at all. But, uh, but I've accepted the inevitability of where we are. And I did accept the two school model when it was first put. I voted for it. And then there was such a furore from the Guernsey public. saying we don't want these big English comprehensive type schools. We want different ones. I, in my professional, uh, my, my public experience, my experience as a States member, I've never heard that strength of feeling to that degree before on any issue. And I thought, it. I've, I've got to respect that. We've got to sort our education system out. We really have. Uh, it'll be a generation of kids that would have lost out, despite the best efforts of teachers, in not having the certainty they should have. All the, you know, It's just not right. We've got to get that issue addressed. Uh, and the hospital, I'd like to do phase two of the hospital. Uh, it, but Al has been very honest indeed, very honest indeed. It's going to be lots more doctors and nurses at a great extra capital cost, whatever we do.
0: So your your back-up plans, the the two scenarios, what one and two, I think you've called them, but they're they're not your preferred plan. They don't include GST. They don't include the income tax and Social Security redistribution. One of them includes borrowing... Uh, Two hundred million, rather than three hundred and fifty million, and the other one is a sort of bare do minimum. I finish
1: off called. the ninety-five million or ninety-six million, whatever the exact figure is, of projects that are in trade because you're not going to stop hospital phase one, are you? You're not going to stop certain the other things, I'd put another ninety-five million. It's sticking, but, it, but it's, it's, it's not. Stick, it's not doing anything. It's really sticking for the
0: plaster it. stuff. So, are you? If your preferred plan it loses yep. in the states, defeated in in a vote, will, will you vote for these? You know, highly suboptimal. Plans I, think, I think three. I forward. I, I'm not going to give you a, a not because I'm trying
1: to hedge. I'm not going to give you a definite yes or no, but I think I'm unlikely to. Less than to use a a, a figure you put to me before. Less than fifty percent shots.
0: And and any of the other plans. I mean, Deputy Salisbury has, uh, Trot- has a plan. Let, let, let's, let's Deputy Trot has a plan. Let's of those? let's look at Deputy Salisbury's plan. She said. RAID,
1: because that effectively, by not putting contributions in, that's really what you're doing. RAID the, the, the state's employees' pension fund. Now that's valued every three years. It was valued the last time at the end of 2020, so it's due another valuation in a, two or three months' time. That, for the first time in a long time, had a surplus. There's no guarantee, and I don't know, I'm not an actuary, that it it will have a surplus this time. I very much expect it won't. That's my own view, because look at what's happened in the world over the last three years. Uh, So I think it will probably be in deficit. I don't know. I don't want to put anybody into that consideration. The states, as a result of that surplus, reduced its contributions from 14% to 10 and a bit percent. To put nothing in, nothing in for three years, and then say we've got 70 odd million pounds that we're not going to have to put into that. It's not quite Robert Maxwell, where he actually took the money out and spent it, and he was a crook. They're not suggesting that at all, but to not look at, uh, to not keep a pension fund, and also we've got a defined benefit scheme. That's largely there's still some old final salary ones, uh, but it's a defined benefit. Now that means if there's not enough money in the fund, the state's guarantee benefits. So if the fund was short, we hope it never will be. Under the current system. The states might have to chip in. I'm making these figures up. I've got no justification for the figures. They might have to put in £70 million. The idea of having a fully funded pension scheme is that so your employees have what they're contractually entitled to have. uh, And it's not a particularly – I mean, it's a good scheme, but (coughs) – What are the states seeking to do generally? We're having secondary pensions next October. We're seeking to provide against pension poverty, aren't we? Uh, otherwise, there could going to be a lot of people who are going to be retiring in their sixties and seventies who aren't going to have sufficient funds to live a reasonably comfortable retirement. Okay, so you don't like
0: Deputy Salisbury's plan, Deputy Trott's plan on income tax. You're, well, you're I, think, I just, to I think, out. I mean, I Deputy Parkinson has a, has a plan on Deputy on Park- comfort tax, yeah. but, but none of them are, are appealing no. enough for you to vote for, are they? No, no, that's right. I'm not going to vote for any of them uh
1: that i can tell you that for sure you were asking me a different question about options one and two and i'm not denigrating i go back to deputy trump's i'm not denigrating because he said look if these fail i think his logic is he can speak for himself and no doubt he will uh but he, he we've got to have something i think that's what he's saying we've got to have something uh so i understand the logic of that i just don't think it's the right approach and also it puts us out of kilter with our competitors, because they're our friends, but they're also our competitors in Jersey and the Isle of Man. Uh, They've got consumption taxes, so they're not going to have to adjust their income tax rate, I believe. I mean, I can't speak for them. Uh, And it's all right saying, well, you know, okay, overall, look at the overall package. We'd still be taxing less than them. That's
0: not the way the world looks at it. To what extent have you had discussions with Jersey and the Isle of Man about changes to the company tax regime changes to income tax had, and, and moving uh together rather than, than we've had to, lots you, you of know, discussions with anything. the island so what 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 is their position their position is
1: as i sit here today and as i understand it uh that they are with us on corporate tax reform the pillar one we've already a pillar two we've already announced our treasury ministers i think in may of this year all said yes pillar two is you know something that we're going to subscribe to we're looking at our own tax system they don't – because they've got VAT and uh, GST, they're not in the same position as having to look at the other corporate structures that we are. So their view, I think – and I understand their view, it's respectfully given – is that you look at what you're doing, we don't necessarily have to do that. Now, they haven't said that in anything other than constructive terms because I've got – I think I've got – and I respect both the chief ministers of the Isle of Man and Jersey. I think they're excellent people to try to do a good and difficult job because they've got difficult jobs to do too – they're straight-talking, decent people, but their interests are different to ours in certain regard. But uh, and certainly none of them, uh, sorry, neither of them, have said well, we're going to
0: put up income tax. So if we were to introduce GST, yep. we would have a consumption tax like Jersey and, uh, the, Isle of, and the Isle of Man, or the Isle of Man's obviously is a much higher rate. Yep. Um, do you think we we would then be in a stronger position to negotiate with those other Crown dependencies on? Company tax reform and I think, and in, increasing uh, taxes I, I, I from think, companies. I think we would. I've got to say,
1: and I just emphasise again, neither of those jurisdictions have been negative. We have good relations with them, but they have different considerations. As a, you know, Isle of Man gets what nearly four hundred million in uh, VAT. Jersey's well over hundred million with GST. We're smaller communities, so our figures wouldn't be anywhere near of, near that. But it would still be a. Well, the figures are in the in the policy letter as they were uh, earlier in the year. There they're big chunks of dash by jersey people's standards
0: so they haven't told you sort out your consumption tax regime and then we'll talk about company tax but, no, but your I feeling ch- is that it would be easier for us yeah, if that's we that's my feeling and
1: our conversations i speak to jersey politicians whether it's the chief minister or you know other senior jersey uh politicians almost every week on some topic uh and i had a Plenty of opportunity over the last three and a bit days when I've been at the Labour Party conference to have lots of conversation with Ian Gorse and Christina Moore. Well, they weren't there for the full time because they had to go back to Jersey for other reasons. And the Treasury Minister of uh, uh, the Isle of Man. He, uh, the uh, Chief Minister of the Isle of Man wasn't there through ill health, otherwise he would have been
0: there. If Let's just say that Deputy Salisbury's um, alternative plan was approved by the states because uh, it, it did, of course, come closest it did. last time. It lost a tweaked on a, a bit this time, boat. I think. It's I'll be interested to see what
1: they're going to say about the... But it includes lots of
0: things that, that your committee... Of course committee, it, does. it overlaps with us. Ha, ha, but it includes lots of things your committee, and you in particular, are, are very nervous about. It. I mean, deeper spending cuts, um, tourist levy, yeah. a three-year pension holiday. Indeed. If that is approved by the states, you're not going to be able to stay in office as the PNR president and implement that, are you? You've asked me a question similarly in a different
1: context... Uh, uh, and uh, you said, and it was a fair question because, you know, I'd not expressed myself perhaps as clearly as I could to say, well, does that mean you're going to resign if such and such? And I said, no, we'd have to work with the situation as it is. We'd have to see what happens. What well, I say next week, whenever the debate's concluded, because it might be November, you know, if we run out of time next week, uh, whenever the debate's, debate's concluded, I don't want you to say, well, is that an indication p are going to resign? I'm not saying that. Is that an indication that we'd be happy with the proposals because we wouldn't be? But sometimes you've got to
0: You've got to play the football team that you're playing. Uh, it's it will difficult. be very difficult, though, wouldn't it? I mean, well, it'll be more difficult. I don't want if, to. If all the proposals lose, everyone's plans lose. Then, in a sense, you're in a holding position for for a well, few not months. Months, yeah. It's, it's difficult, but it's uh, it doesn't speak really to PR's authority. But if you are directed. To work with a plan that you've got such fundamental differences of opinion. I mean, you've you've spoken about how damaging you think some of those other plans would be to Guernsey. You you wouldn't want to be the person who is then having to go out and sell those to. I'm not going to say to you today. I'm not going to say to you today that if, and I can't speak for my other colleagues
1: anyway. uh, Of course, I can speak for myself. I'm not going to say to you that because that would look. You know, we're coming up to a debate, uh, probably the most important debate for years and certainly the most important debate that for the, unless something terrible happens out the outside world let's hope that doesn't happen That it backs upon guernsey and we've got considerations there uh that oh well if if it doesn't happen i'm going to resign and if i get something i don't like i think that's immature and uh unacceptable and it looks as though i would say to states members of the public at large well if you don't play
0: by game i'm going to throw my toys out the pram do you not? you're not going to do that in advance of the debate or during the debate no but you do accept that you, you'll have a decision to make. We will. That's the way I, the debate I fully goes. accept that. I do. Um, you have tried, well, I say three times to, to get the states to approve GST. I, I think PNR sees it as twice. But There was a green paper debate in 2021. There was then a definitive vote on, on GST in February. Yeah. There will be again next week or whenever the vote is taken. If uh, PNR's plan is defeated again, yeah. will you come back? a a fourth time or a third or third time if you think it's a third time with another tax plan including gst or will that be it for this i, I, I don't think it'd be a time to cut i mean we've only got uh we've only got what, 20 months of this state's
1: left and the last month or two is always sort of nothing much happens is it because you've got an election etc we've got say 18 months roughly i think if we have a uh, i don't think we could i didn't think we could after february but then we had to look at the tax for how, to, uh, the, uh, how we're going to pay for things uh I didn't think we were going to come back after February. I think if this is defeated in October, November, whatever it's decided, I'm speaking again personally. I can't see that we could bring back GST this time again. So, what will be the position? For well, we'll the have final to discuss. We'll have to discuss. It will. Dis- it'll depend what the results are, won't it? If it's everything thrown out, which happened last time, uh, we'd have to look at some other package
0: and some interim measures. I still don't think they'd be good enough. But I can't say what they're going to be. Okay, it's going to be a long week in the States next week. You you may very well not even finish next week. Uh, We will be covering uh, each part of the debate comprehensively. But for now, thank you for your time, Deputy. Thank you very much indeed. The States is sitting from Tuesday next week. As ever, there will be full coverage in the Guernsey Press. And throughout the meeting, we will reflect on each day's debate on our shorthand States podcasts. So join us then for what promises to be a landmark states meeting.